Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Inflammation is responsible for almost every skin condition. Name it, you know, redness, inflammation, rosacea, cuperosis, breakouts, hyperpigmentation. Name it, everything. Aging goes together with inflammation. So why would you cause more inflammation to your skin in skincare products. That make no sense. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Hey, Carlene, and hey, Breaking Beauty fam. Today, we have a founder episode for you guys, and we're featuring none other than skincare founder, Dr. Barbara Sturm. She's earned a cult Hollywood following that includes Kim Kardashian, Hailey Bieber, and Bella Hadid. The brand spa facials available in her native Germany, New York, and any day now West Hollywood have become coveted around the world for delivering what's been dubbed the hashtag Sturm Glow. Dr. Sturm is perhaps best known for pioneering the vampire facial long before her eponymous skincare range became available in 2014. And she still practices medical aesthetics in Dusseldorf. So a little fact checking here, she's not actually practicing dermatology or doing the facials, but she's really well known for injectables and cosmetic tweakments that give her clients a really natural, youthful effect. And having tried the line myself, Jill, my personal favorite are the Glow Drops. It's a brightening serum that comes with a dropper, and it is $145. So I was doing that Instagram thing where I was doling it out onto my cheekbones instead of my hands, so I didn't waste a single drop. I've seen makeup artists like Hung Van Gogh using this product as like a Mm -hmm. secret weapon on his Instagram. So Mm -hmm. I'm curious to hear how you used it. Yeah, so... What I love about it is that it has anti-aging ingredients and calming ingredients in it. It's got hyaluronic acid for hydration. But what I really enjoy are these subtle optical pigments. So you're really getting an instant hit of radiance. So no matter how much I didn't get a good night's sleep the night before, I still looked like bright and ready for living the next day. I love this product. Amazing. Sounds like the perfect product heading into winter Mm -hmm. to get that Sturm Glow. And on a personal level, I was really excited to talk to Dr. Sturm about this line because I have so much facial redness myself. You know, that's my main concern. And from what I'd read, the whole skincare line is all about stopping inflammation and using your body's own mechanisms to counter its effects. So I had a lot of questions around formulations and like how that first product she developed in the retail line, the face cream, 
was inspired by the infamous MC1 blood cream you guys may have heard about. She developed that back in 2002 using plasma from your own blood. How like futuristic does that sound? Yeah, we really wanted to get to the bottom of that. Plus, why is her best-selling hyaluronic serum $300 when some others on the market are $6? I have to be honest, though. I'm not sure that we got all of the answers. There may still be some mystery around this brand for me, but we tried, guys. We tried. Yeah, I'm not sure we cracked all the codes, but we're going to start the interview where we always do, and that's right at the very beginning. So without further ado, here she is. Welcome, Dr. Barbara Sturm. And now a word from our sponsors, Bowl and Branch. How many of you guys are actively pursuing the fine art of nesting right now? I know I am. And for those days that I really just want to hunker down in bed, I am so excited about my latest acquisition, a set of crisp white bowl and branch sheets that are en route to me right now. And I cannot wait to just splay out in them. And let me tell you why, because these are not just any old sheets. I mean, Don't get me wrong, I've heard that they are the softest and the most comfortable because they're made from certified organic cotton. But like many of the brands we profile here on the podcast, the craftsmanship of these sheets is like the opposite of mass produced. And that's really what Bowl and Branch's mission is all about. The founders, Scott and Missy, started the company after the factory collapse in Bangladesh back in 2013. Remember that? They set about making quality sheets that would ensure no worker and no children were exploited at any stage during the supply chain process. Today, they even use third-party verification to ensure that all of their raw materials meet international standards for organic farming. That means 100% certified fair trade linens and fair wages for all. We love that. Here's the best part. Because Bowl and Branch sells direct to consumer, we get to pay fair prices with sheets starting at just $160. Plus, you can sleep on them for a month risk-free. And right now, you will get $50 off any sheet set at bowlandbranch.com with the promo code BEAUTY. Spelled B-O-L-L and branch.com promo code BEAUTY for $50 off. We'll link to this offer on our blog and in our show notes bowlandbranch.com promo code beauty restrictions may apply see bowlandbranch.com for details hi i'm dom roberts a designer creative and activist living in los angeles this is the uncomfortable podcast a show where i speak with new friends fellow activists and guests all united and passionate about different injustices or just generally uncomfortable topics it's time to dig deep into the human experience and that's on period it's all love let's get uncomfortable So you grew up in East Germany, like, yes. Wow. How was that? What was that like? Does it seem like a distant memory now? Yeah, because, you know, obviously I'm 48 now, but definitely you grew up in a, in an environment where values really matter and friendship really matters. Sustainability matters in a way that you can rely on, on friends and, you know, things you need in life. So I think it's a good upbringing. That's for sure. What do you think was most formative of from your childhood that you can kind of say, that's why I am who I am today? You know, I think your entire life makes you the person you are. Obviously, also what your parents teach you and what your parents live like. And my parents were very much teaching us to keep both our feet on the ground and always be kind and respectful to other people, no matter who they are. And I think that is something which, 
you know, I think up till today, my value and my, my doing. So, and I grew up like this. And I guess also when you don't have everything, when you don't grow up in extreme luxury, you know, when you grow up just a few things, you become very creative and you resourceful and tenacious and, and keep, you know, going for the things you want. And I think that's also something which gets less and less in the society because the children from today, they pretty much have everything from the day they are born. So I think it's a different generation. What is the most quintessentially German thing about you? I used to be always on time. I'm pretty much on time still, on point. That's very German. And also I think I'm standing for quality and technology and science. I think that is really something very German. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that. Carly, remember we went on that Nivea press trip to Hamburg and it it was to the second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were like, oh my God, we got to get to the lobby. Like they're yeah. going to leave without us. <laughs> <laughs> and then- uh, Very German for sure. It's true. <laughs> and so what led you to get into medical school and, you know, decide you wanted to take that path? My mother was a lab doctor and she took me to the hospital when I was a kid, you know, to- go and visit patients and stuff. So I, I got into this medical idea very, very early. And when I was four years old, I decided I want to be a doctor myself. Mm-hmm. And this had never changed. You know, I went to school, I studied medicine and I became a doctor early on. And I read that when you were in medical school, you were also a young mom and a single mom at that time. And so that couldn't have been easy Maybe not a lot of people know that part of your story. So was there a particular mantra at that time and you're juggling so much? Like what helped you get through through that time? So I was a mother when I was 23 and I just had done my first big step in medical school. And gratefully at that time, I still had my mom to help me a lot with my kids. But I think it's just, you know, you go step by step. I think one of my mantras is really to take things at a time. I don't look too much out what's going on in the future because then you definitely get overwhelmed. So step by step and put a check mark behind everything. And that's how I saw it also with having a child and going to school and do all these things. I, I was just doing it, them, you know, moving forward. And I think that helps, you know, not to stress about the future, but just get it done and, you know, be, become a little manager yourself because you have to keep all the balls in the air at the same time. And I'm really good at this now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so you became a medical doctor in the field of orthopedics. How did you meet the late, great Kobe Bryant? First of all, I came in the orthopedics by chance. Originally, I wanted to get into pediatrician. And then because I had my child, I couldn't see other kids suffering. So I decided, okay, because I also studied sports parallel to medicine. So I went into orthopedics to do my doctor study there. And I liked the orthopedics, but I was also interested in aesthetics and I had to wait for, to get a place in the clinic. I wanted to um, start working and I had to wait half a year. And in this half a year, I decided to go work at this orthopedic clinic. And then I loved, you know, working in science so much that I stayed there and didn't go to the aesthetics. The aesthetics then I did later, but I stayed there and helped pioneering this treatment where you take the proteins from the blood and you create anti-inflammatory proteins to stop the inflammation and the aging process in the joints. And we had so many people coming for this treatment from everywhere from the world, sports people and 
you know, people with joint problems and osteoarthritis and, you know, so we got to meet a lot of people, not just, um, you know, sports people. So you didn't stay in that field very long. Tell us what happened, what led you to kind of more the aesthetics route. I mean, I worked in this field at least five or six years. I translated the knowledge from the orthopedics into the skin and I created the um, so-called blood blood facial or vampire facial at that time. And everybody who came for their joint problems, they also wanted to, you know, get like the treatment for their skin or the cream with uh, body on proteins from, from your blood. And so it got transported into the world. And when I, you know, got like, more and more and more patients, I just, you know, separated from that orthopedic clinic and built my own clinic. Okay. So you've just talked about your claim to fame, but I feel like we need more details because it's, I feel like what you pioneered kind of gets uh, confused a bit with the vampire facial and PRP and what, so what was it exactly that you were doing and why was it so innovative for skincare or in the world of aesthetics? I mean, I created the blood facial in 2002, the vampire facial, the so-called vampire facial PRP. It's a spun-off from what I created and this only appeared in 2011. So I think I was nine years earlier. (laughs) So what was the exact name of the procedure you were doing? Did it have, did you call it PRP or I I was a bit confused? No, no, I called it MCX, but you know, this was proprietary to my patients. It comes from the orthopedics and yeah, other people called the blood facial, vampire facial, whatever. Mm-hmm. But is it but essentially it. the same thing as the PRP? The PRP only has growth factors. You know, my treatment also has anti-inflammatory proteins, which are essential for skin health. So it's definitely more elaborate. The PRP is not the same, the same quality, that's for sure. Can you explain exactly what you would do? I mean, don't give away any trade secrets here, Dr. Stern, but I'm just, I want to know what would you expect if you walked into your office to get that done? Give your blood and then we would process it in the lab. And then the next day you would come back and you would get treated. And that means injecting your own Yes, blood. injecting. I would mix it with hyaluronic acid. We would microneedle it. We would um, do mesotherapy with it, make your cream with it. So basically you're delivering that back much deeper into the skin. What made you give you the idea to kind of take you know, what you knew about orthopedics and extrapolate that and take that into an aesthetic treatment. How did this kind of invention come about? I thought, you know, I bring a little more science to the field of aesthetics now. And did you have a guinea pig at the time? Oh yeah, always. Always my best friend. Always my best friend. And yes, and she's almost 65 and she looks like 40. (laughs) Really? Okay. You're a good best friend to have. I can tell you that. Hi, beauty friends. Our show partner today, the Dairy Farmers of Ontario, challenged me to chat about all the benefits of dairy milk in two minutes or less. And I talk fast, so I am up to the challenge. And by the way, I have milk every single day in my coffee. Cannot live without it. I'm going to do the A to Z of the 15 nutrients inside every single glass. Here we go. So we've got vitamin A that supports night vision and healthy skin. B6 helps with energy metabolism. B12, that's for red blood cell formation. Next up is calcium, and that helps build strong bones and teeth. You guys knew that one. Ditto for D as in vitamin D that also helps build strong bones and teeth. 
Magnesium helps keep bones healthy. Niacin helps us grow healthy. Pantothenic acid, that's new to me. That helps to build energy metabolism. Who knew? Phosphorus helps maintain healthy teeth. Potassium helps with muscle function. Protein helps to build strong muscles. Knew that one. Riboflavin, that's a fun one to say, and that helps to protect against oxidative stress. Thiamine helps us grow healthy. And finally, zinc, that's another one that keeps your skin healthy. I did it, guys. I did it. So learn more about milk's nutrients at whatcantmilkdo.ca because really, what can't milk do? And now back to today's episode. And so at what point did you start thinking about turning this treatment, this this sort of blood facial into an at-home blood cream in a jar, as it's been nicknamed? This was all in 2002, 2003. There was no cream on the market which could help my, my skin, so I had to come up with something myself, you know. didn't do it to create a skincare empire. I did do it because my patients were asking for it and I was needing something, you know. How does that work, though? Because I feel like, you know, and, you know, we're lay people here, but something like Botox, you know, you can't apply it topically, right? It doesn't, like, it wouldn't do anything. No. So how no. how is it that the MC1 cream, you know, you were able to have some sort of tangible result from it without having to inject it into the skin? If you would try it, you would know. <laughs> That's what I can say to that. You know, of course, I haven't done clinical studies on it, but, you know, everybody's using it. Everybody is like, you know, needs their face for their career. They swear by it. So anti-inflammatory proteins are the key to healthy skin for sure, you know? Mm -hmm. And right there, you're talking about the actual one that's customized to your own blood. It's like about $1,400. So it would set you back a bit because it is custom, right? You know, I don't know why we're talking about it because you can't get it anywhere unless you come to Dusseldorf. Aren't you in Canada? Should we talk about my products, which are there for everyone? Oh, we're definitely going to. We just uh, just wanted to understand the inspiration. and um... Yeah, I, I told you all the inspiration I had about it. Okay, great. So we're going to talk about the face cream now. When I was, you know, treating patients and patients would start using my blood cream, they would ask me for more and more products. They wanted to bring creams back to their friends and they couldn't obviously because their friends weren't here to take their blood. So I would just, you know, see the urge to come up with a few products for my patients to get a full routine. And this was launched way later. I think I started working on it in 2008. Took a couple of years to get it done because formulations are not made overnight. You know, there's it's like a long process to make a product amazing. So tell us about the ethos of the brand and like what is the through line throughout? It's all about anti-inflammation bringing nutrition to the skin, keeping skin barrier function strong, keeping your skin and cells healthy and performing instead of stripping your skin, instead of bringing aggressive ingredients into your skin. So in these days, we really have to face so many stressors coming from outside, pollution, sun, HEB light from the phones. Moreover, there's a lot of cosmetic products out there, skincare brands who create products with like very aggressive ingredients, you know? And I think that is stripping our skin barrier and destroying our skin barrier. And I think it's very mandatory to keep our skin healthy and our skin barrier function strong. I was reading about this ingredient that seems to be the hero ingredient in most of your products, purslane. So can you explain what that is and how it works in the skin? It's not just one ingredient. It's a combination of many ingredients. You know, I love ingredient science. 
you know, ingredients also in comparison to organic products, for example, they get synthesized in a lab. Although these are all natural products, the ingredients get synthesized and biofermented. And personally, it's just one ingredient I love because it's wound healing, antioxidant, anti-inflammatory. It's rich on beta carotene, omega-3 fatty acids, vitamin A, C, E. It's antioxidative. So it's a massive amount of characteristics which are essential for our skin, you know. And I understand that the hyaluronic acid serum has become the bestseller. For anyone who doesn't know, tell us, you know, what's so powerful about hyaluronic acid and what, what it does for the skin. Hyaluronic acid is one of the best hydrating devices we can think of. And, you know, I think, you know, skincare myth, I think, you know, when someone has dry skin, they think they need to use a skin cream rich or a face oil. And that's just not the case. I think you need to always hydrate your skin with ingredients, which actually also give deep and superficial hydration. So uh, hyaluronic acid, for example, especially formulated in the shoots down in deep skin skin layers, but also stays on the surface and gives you this um, amazing hydration boost on all levels in order to you know hydrate your skin cells, in order for the skin cells to take on active ingredients, but also perform in the right way. Also hyaluronic acid, is proven, clinically proven to strengthen skin barrier functions, really the fortress, the protection to of our skin, and therefore mandatory to, you know, stay in good shape. We get this question from our listeners all the time because there is a wide range of price points on the market for hyaluronic acid. For instance, the hyaluronic acid from the ordinary is about $6 and yours is more than that. So can you- Have you tried this? it? Have you tried yeah, it? I'm it right now. The ordinary? Yes. And you haven't tried mine. You know, oh, I, one I'm not, thing I'm I want to... Uh, sorry, I'm not saying that. It, it's definitely not. A, it's just a question from our listeners about what the difference yes. is, really. Yeah. No, that's that's perfectly correct. And, you know, I'm very much about quality. And I think I told you this in the beginning of our conversation. You know, I don't do skincare products to make money. I don't do skincare products to, you know have people have bad skin, you know, I do skincare because I, I love it and I love to do something valuable for me and my patients and my customers and I love it. And, you know, I think it's a hero product, not for no reason. I think it's unlike any other hyaluronic serum. It's not sticky. It goes right into your skin. It's like a vacation on your skin, you know, and that's a proprietary formula we have. And I think it's just a matter of quality and you know, you can buy the ordinary item. It's up to you, you know, but I think people who start using mine, they don't switch. And if they switch back, then they hate it and they come back to me. So I don't want to convince anybody to buy my products. I just want to give something which makes all the difference to people. And if they're happy in their skin and get the confidence and, you know, feel good in their skin, that's my pay. You know, that's what I love. That's what, you know, drives me. And that's why, you know, I'm motivated to do it because I learned earlier from my patients, you know, these products are valuable and they're amazing and they should be on the market because I didn't plan to put them on the market in the first place. They were just for my patients. And so, you know, you're obviously very involved in product development. And I wonder if there have been some headlines lately about hyaluronic acid and how, I'm not sure if this has to do with the molecular weight, but that some dermatologists have said that you can actually have an adverse reaction to hyaluronic acid or kind of overdo it and it can cause sensitivity and irritation. That is so not true. That is so not true. I mean, that's just, there's just no proof 
And if you have a clinical study, I'm happy to look at it. But, you know, it's strengthening skin barrier function. That's clinically proven. So if you show me a clinical study, I'm happy to talk to you about it. Along the lines of trends, obviously, we see so many exfoliating toners out there. It's like people are obsessed with those. And I know that you do not believe in chemical peels and the ethos of your brand. Can you expand on why they're not great for the skin, in your opinion? Because that's what causes irritations and inflammation. So if we talk about dermatologists saying something about hyaluronic serum, which is the opposite of inflammation because anti-inflammatory. And then they all of a sudden do all this like peels, acid peels and retin-A and glycolic and whatever they prescribe. That's damaging skin barrier function, taking away healthy skin cells, making your skin super vulnerable. Yeah. And on top causing so much inflammation. And did I tell you in the beginning that my work on sports, people, you know, was taking inflammation away out of the joints in order to stopping the aging process of the joints. So you see inflammation, aging goes the same way. The reason why I'm existing, it's not because I studied dermatology, although I learned it at school. The reason why I'm here, because I bring the knowledge from the science, from real science into you know, the skin, inflammation is responsible for almost every skin condition. Name it, you know, redness, inflammation, rosacea, cuperosis, breakouts, hyperpigmentation, name it, everything. Aging goes together with inflammation. So why would you cause more inflammation to your skin in skincare products? That's make no sense. And you launched a range dedicated to darker skin tones back in 2016. Can you tell us what is it about this line that addresses dark skin specifically? We come back to inflammation right here because darker skin tones, as soon as skin has more melanin activity, then something happens. And it happens that the skin is prone to more inflammation. And the inflammation is not just at one little spot, it's going everywhere. The whole skin is overwhelmed with inflammation. And then what happens is caused post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. And that is something, olive skin, darker skin, any type of skin, which more melanin activity suffers of unevenness on their skin, hyperpigmentation, they have a pimple, they, they, they pop it, they get a pigmentation spot. That's something which they suffer from besides a lot of breakout and acne. So this line is specifically created to help, you know, address inflammation. It's antibacterial. It's for evening out the skin tones. And it's just designed for this kind of skin, you know? So over the years, you've definitely created kind of a cult following in Hollywood. How did that sort of happen? Like, what was the moment that you kind of cracked in with the Hollywood crowd and they started asking for your products and treatments? You know, when something works and when people, you know, especially show their faces, you know, and the public and on screens, very, very protective of their skin, of their look. And if they find something which works, they tell all their friends. So if someone uses it, they tell all their friends. Now Hollywood is using my products. This only says something about quality. We know that you're opening a new LA boutique. Is that right? Yeah, it's a boutique and spa, yes. Awesome. So what will people expect if they were to visit it? It's like, you know, a store in Dusseldorf or in New York. You come in, you can go to the Sturm Lab and you can try all the products. You get um, very valuable advice from our very trained 
estheticians uh, who also can perform all types of facials for, me, for you. If someone's never walked into your boutiques or haven't tried your products, what's the number one thing they should invest in or try first? What do you think is like the crowd pleaser? I think it's great to get our face cream because this face cream is just, you know, one of the best, if not the best face cream out there, just because it's lightweight, it goes in, it gives hydration, same time it creates, it gives valuable oils to your skin. And I think that's really hard to find. In Germany, you you do practice, you do injections, non-surgical procedures and anti-aging. Can you tell us for Botox where we're at? Like at what age do you think people should start fillers and Botox? Because it kind of seems to get younger. I feel like as a woman who's over 40, the age has kind of gone down. What's your take? That's not what I would recommend, honestly, depending obviously on genetics. So if you have just a stronger, you know, muscle movement and you get a frown line with 21 or 22, whatever, then obviously it's a good way to help. But just to do it as prevention, I would recommend not to start early because, you know, you atrophy your muscles and um, it's just not necessary. And, you know, wait as much as you can, have the perfect skincare routine to keep hydration in your skin because mostly wrinkles also start appearing when hydration is gone. And if that's one thing, if you use acid peels, for example, your skin barrier disappears and weakens and then hydration gets out of your skin and you age earlier. So also something which I wouldn't recommend to do. You need to keep your skin barrier strong. And I think, you know, you can prevent a lot of aging with the right skincare and hydration. And what's next on the horizon that you think could be promising in the way of tweakments or treatments in the next decade? Like what's the next blood facial or even the next Botox? Like I feel like in Germany, it's always like that next step ahead. So what are you seeing and excited about? I just created something which will replace the blood facial and it will be launching with the new store opening. So I can't really tell you yet, but this would be um, a new way of um, dealing with it. What do you think is the most bogus trend out there in terms of treatments or skincare? I think, you know, my philosophy in skincare gets copied by so many skincare brands. So I think it's the right one. And actually, you know, I think it's the best one. I think all the skincare brands will adapt eventually to uh, what we are pioneering here. So I think, um, you know, keeping in good shape and valuable and skin very function strong is definitely a trend. The dermatology, by the way, created a new word called corneotherapy. And it's something I probably have something to do with just because corneotherapy means respect your skin barrier, you know, from the dermatology is like a big step in the right direction, I would think. So yeah, the market would go into this. I think, you know, women, they like to look great, but they don't look, want to look fake. So I think injectables, yes, but just, you know, very naturally and women don't want to have these huge lips and these big cheeks. I think the trend is going away, going more to natural look. There's that, you know, we use fillers, Botox, threads. People go away from laser. People go away from everything aggressive. I think it's a nice trend, no? more science. Is there a trend that you read about in like Vogue or Vanity Fair or something and you just like roll your eyes and you're like, I can't believe people are still doing that or talking about that? Something that maybe is just you think is almost damaging for women's skin. Those acid peels, people, you know, try to make a trend out of it or which is a trend, I think is super toxic for the skin. And I think you damage your skin more than you do anything good. And, you know, especially resurfacing toners with acids, etc 
creating all this redness in the skin. You see the inflammation just right on your skin. So I think that's a trend which will go away and people will understand more and more that this is something which damages you rather than help you, you know? Our last question for you, if you could achieve anything more in another five years from now or 10 years from now, what's a personal goal that you'd be even more satisfied or proud to say you've accomplished? I don't know. I think in the end, if your kids are okay and if your kids are happy and if your kids, you know, have everything they need in their lives, that's probably for a mother the biggest accomplishment you can have. Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday. Like a cherry bomb, like a cherry bomb